Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. This is Michael Abernathy at the Times News, and I'm here with reporter Isaac Groves. Hello, everybody. Um, Isaac wrote a really nice Sunday story about uh demonstration and picketing ordinances around the county, but specifically about the city of Graham's ordinance. Um, Isaac, can you talk a little bit about uh, what the ordinance is and sort of why you dug into this? Well, it came up because uh, a couple of years ago, we started to have uh, demonstrations around the Confederate monument in downtown Graham. Um, One of the things that was, uh, I think, sort of drawing heat to the uh, to, to court square was some uh, sort of self-appointed guardians of the monument, um, probably members of ACBAC, although they won't tell us that because uh, they don't have warm feelings about the Times News. Um, but so what the, the mayor and the chief of police told me was that the city has an ordinance where if you have two people who are there for a common purpose, they need to have a permit. And I thought, well, that's I've never heard of an a mm-hmm. ordinance like that and uh, mentioned it to our editor, Rich Jackson, who said, is that constitutional? And of course, I don't know, but it definitely begs the question. So I asked somebody who might know, which is a lawyer over at the ACLU, who said it does not actually conform to um, some Fourth Federal Circuit Court of Appeals decisions, or at least one in particular. Uh, it was supposed to have um, a group, an exception for small groups, you, I think around like 10 or fewer you have you tend you're supposed to have a um, an exception for that where you don't necessarily have to have a uh, a permit to for a demonstration also the per, the demonstration permit you have to get it 24 hours in advance which doesn't really give um, demonstrators uh, a very much flexibility to respond to current events uh, you know something comes up you want to speak your mind about it in public and if you have a small group according to court decisions that's supposed to be available mm-hmm. to you in Graham. It's not um, now. Of course, in Graham, this has been used to keep um, to keep things fairly calm uh, around a Confederate monument, where things are not always particularly calm. Right? Um, you know, we've seen a lot of examples of this around the state and other places, um, which I think is one reason that the the city is uh, kind of glad it has this ordinance and is it started enforcing it after I guess the, the summer of two thousand seventeen when there was a sort of a spontaneous demonstration, you know, dueling mm-hmm. demonstrations in downtown on a Saturday night that um, could have gotten kind of ugly, but didn't. So um, yeah. I can understand why they were using it. However, you know, it's Constitution. Right. Yeah. So let's just spell it out for everybody. In the Constitution, under the First Amendment, we have the right to free speech, freedom of assembly, freedom to petition the government for redress of grievances, uh, freedom of religion, and freedom of the press. So the point is, under the Constitution, we're supposed to be able to assemble and uh, and you know not get not get violent, but you know yell about some things if we want to yell about some things. Right. The argument that Mayor Peterman made to me, Jerry Peterman, Mayor of Graham, was uh, you can make, you can protest in, in Graham. It just they, you have to. It's first come first serve. You have to get yourself a slot mm-hmm. it's because they don't want to have things like I guess that was that. When did we have the guys hanging the banner off of the uh, building? Oh, yeah, that, that was... Uh, 16? Yeah, 16, I guess. Mm, 
No, I think that was 17. That was May 17, I think. Okay. Um, because you had a permitted demonstration mm-hmm. with of ACBAC, Confederate Memorial Day, and then you had you know, International Industrial Workers of the World. I always get them mixed yeah. up. But uh, the IWW, the Wobblies, the Antifa, um, having a not particularly peaceful counter-demonstration right. in which uh, allegedly the sheriff was hit with a stick. Of course, our editors saw it. So, um, And then a couple of... Uh, I don't know, white supremacists, pretty confirmed white supremacists, mm-hmm. uh, making their own nonviolent demonstration by climbing on a building and hanging things off of there. Right. I guess the city just did not want to, you know, that's the kind of thing they're trying to avoid. Well, and and I, if I recall, the Act Back and the, um, the, the IWW, they were permitted. Was IWW there permitted? Were, there was a counter demonstration that was permitted. And that was the that. thing, we were going to move in get everybody in and then get everybody out. And that's the way I remember it okay. uh, supposedly going. And I think it just, you know, frankly, that day could have been a lot messier too. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, so, well, that, that was, that was the, uh, that was the explanation that Peterman gave me was we don't want to have two rival groups demonstrating at the same time. Um, you just, you can't keep peace mm-hmm. under the circumstances. And, you know, as a lot of, a lot of people, um, feel that that good order is is a it comes above all else you know yeah and uh i don't know i think that i think that the the constitution allows for a certain amount of chaos it does and this is a this is a fine line that courts have been trying to balance sure for for decades and decades now Absolutely. about what what's allowed how how far can we go um and the, the courts have said that yeah you're okay with some restrictions on this stuff Right. Um, you don't want blood in the streets, but yeah, you do want people to be able to speak their minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't just, um, you didn't just talk to the ACLU. Our attorney, John Bussian, I'm trying to find his quote. He said that basically this comes down to um, getting a permit to use the sidewalk. Yeah. I mean, if you have two people, if two people count as a demonstration... That's just, I mean, because in a lot of these ordinances, I, I read a lot of ordinances, uh, mostly from around Alamance County, but they usually have some sort of a provision about not blocking traffic. I think even Graham's ordinance has a provision about not blocking traffic, either mm-hmm. in the street or pedestrian traffic. And yes, two people can block the sidewalk, but I don't, you don't necessarily block the sidewalk by having two people with the same purpose, you know. Um, no, or even three. Yeah, you can, you can get a number of people onto a, a sidewalk and still be able to use it. If you're not involved in that particular picket, um, and I was actually surprised at how restrictive most of the ordinances around here are. I mean, in Burlington, pickets have to—you can only have ten people per block. Mm-hmm. The block's pretty long. Yeah, you know, and I think in Mebane it was fewer than that. Um, so it's interesting. It, it, but of course, these things—you know—you can say they're unconstitutional, but it's not unconstitutional until the court says it's unconstitutional. And that's not going to happen until somebody sues. And that's right. that person has to have standing to sue. It has to be somebody who feels they have been harmed by the particular ordinance. And the only people I know of that would could claim that are ACBAC. Mm-hmm. And Gary Williamson, the founder <laughs> of ACBAC, has been was was pretty clear with me that he thought that even raising the question was illegitimate. Which I mean. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say that I'm not allowed to ask questions that somebody else hasn't asked already. <laughs> right. That seems to be their impression. And that's, um, I also have access to the Constitution and, and, and freedom of expression and freedom of inquiry. So um, yeah. that's the nature of my job. But, they, but basically, Gary told us to take a hike. 
uh, when we asked about this and mm-hmm. uh, if it bothered them at all. And and the reason we asked is because at the November meeting, right. um, it got heated outside and members, we assume they were members of ACBAC because they were out there, looked like they were standing guard over the monument. There was some uh, notice that went out. Calling, right. calling other other members and other people out to the monument to protect it that night. So anyway, police got there and were like, "Nope, you got to go. You can't be here." Um, and made them leave, uh, and they didn't seem too happy about it. No, no, they didn't. And that's on video on our site. So, <laughs> but Gary doesn't care about that. Well, his his position when he he wrote a he wrote something on on his page that I did quote. Basically, he has told the police if people are stepping out of line that they should. They should prosecute, arrest and prosecute, um, even if they are, uh, you know, people who support the same things that he supports, which uh, that's legit. I mean, it, yeah. it's, that's yeah. consistent, um, not particularly rebellious, but consistent. But it would take, right, somebody who's arrested right. uh, under this ordinance to, to fight it through the court system. And Jerry Peterman told me that there there had been something, he couldn't remember exactly when, it was a few years ago, and some people who'd gotten arrested outside of the sheriff's office. Um, I think they may have laid down on the sidewalk, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So those are people who could who could potentially. I mean, those are actually they were actually charged or detained anyway. Yeah, and if I'm remembering that case correctly, um, that it didn't. It wasn't quite the same thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be. I mean, blocking the entrance isn't the same thing as right. You know. But it's funny. Whenever I read that, I, I, I can always remember the was it the line from scripture? Whenever there are two or more among you. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm there. Yeah, right, right. right. It seems, it's like it's not exactly the. I don't know. They're not really related, but that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Whenever two or more of you are gathered in my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, maybe that's what they were thinking in 1978 when they drafted that ordinance. Um, you can read Isaac's coverage. Ask the question yourself. Um, how do you feel about the ordinance? And um, weigh it for yourself. And if you're a citizen of Graham uh, and you don't like it, you can always go ask the town to change it. Or if you like it, you can ask them to keep it the same. That's right. So um, thanks, America. That This is what we can do. Right. And I have to. I can tell you, I, I cover Graham. And uh, if, you, if you go to a Graham City Council meeting, which is the first Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m., you will have the opportunity to say whatever you want. You know, if you don't use any harsh language, um, they, they are very accommodating to public speaking. Uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. And thank you, Isaac, for taking up this issue. Oh, you're welcome, Michael. That's, it was, it was a, my pleasure. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.